Hello, welcome to a special edition of the Tai Chi Notebook podcast. This time I'm interviewing Joe and Brad from The Fight Bible, a popular YouTube martial arts channel. I used to train jiu-jitsu with Brad back in the day, before he went on to become a UFC fighter, so I've known him for years. Brad is retired from the UFC now, but he recently accepted a fight offer from the famous DKU, who teaches martial arts seminars all over the world. Brad and Joe are flying off to South Korea in just a few days for a boxing match that looks set to make a huge impression on the martial arts scene. So, let's find out how it all got started. Joe and Brad, hi, how are you? Good. Yeah, really good. Excited. Uh, excited because there's a big fight coming up, isn't there? Exactly, yeah. It's, uh, we're starting day one today. It's nine yeah. days of prep. <laughs> Yeah, with this, uh, we have a fight coming up very soon. We haven't had much notice for it. Uh, nine days of prep before we fly out to Korea for a fight. So, yeah, it doesn't look so good now, and it doesn't seem so fair. I've got seven days in the UK. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was it was my disciplinary back. So I was actually on holiday. It was um, <clears throat> I got on holiday Monday night. Yeah. Monday morning, I had a couple of cocktails, and I had fire going out of the mouth, and all of a, all of a sudden. And I put a picture at the next thing, you know, DKU himself messaged me. Yeah. He said, I like, hello, Mr. Bradley Scott. I would like to talk to you. I said, are you still looking for an opponent for your fight? And he said, yes. I said, okay. And I said, um, I said, send all your details to Joe. And then the next thing, you know, I thought it was bullshit. I had no idea it was going to go through. I mean, we're not, we're not allowed to talk any figures or anything because yeah. we signed the contract. But the money was so shit first time, there was no way. I wouldn't even cover my cost. But in the end, we've gone down to a, to a, to a good pay, a good level of pay. That's good. Um, but as I would say, if you were him, it was more a car, I can't even do him, and I can't even do him. <laughs> Sorry, mate. So, um, obviously, um, I mean, most people will know that you're, you used to be in the UFC, um, but it, it actually turned out that we started training together way back in the day doing jiu-jitsu um yeah, your career went a bit higher than mine <laughs> yeah but maybe but you had no interest in mixed martial arts did you you were yeah. you were doing jiu-jitsu as far as i understand i'm pretty sure we were both got white belts at the same time yeah because you had you had instant cauliflower ears yes I you get the really really early yeah yeah really bad really bad but I, I when you're you've been training a few months I know it's ridiculous. So I've, 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 I've worn um, I've worn ear guards ever since then because, like you know, I'm a bit soft, not like you. <laughs> Mine are never going to go unless I pay five grand for the operation. Yeah, and I'm not paying five grand. Not on top of that, apparently, it's a really, really painful operation. Also, girls love it. But also, like even when they do scrape the excess out. You never truly get your real ear back. It just looks like a skinny cauliflower there. Yeah. It's like we're yeah. paying for nothing. Yeah. I guess for you, though, your left ear is almost complete with fun. Well, I can't wear sunglasses because they work like that. So I have to wear a flat peak of Penny 32. <laughs> but anyway, back to how me and Graham first met. So I wasn't good at jiu-jitsu. Um, and the only guy, the only one for miles who trained was in jiu-jitsu in a D was actually... Professor Salvatore Avacci. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I went down to that gym. And I don't think you were actually there when I first started there. Uh, yeah, you could have been before me. I was there. I was there just before you. I don't know what year I was there. 
When, what year did you start, Graham? 2011. Yeah, I was there a year before you. So I would have been just before I got my blue belt. Yeah. Just yeah. before I got my blue belt. Because then in 2013, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my purple belt. It was 2012 when you see, sir. Yeah. yeah. No, I really enjoyed training this. I, I don't... It's not like I can't... I, I can't give Salvo enough credit. Because obviously, I broke my hand and I was unable to do... Striking, so that's why I went across. Yeah, to learn as much jujitsu as possible. It was really good. Got to meet loads of good people. Yourself, Alex Tweedy, who's funny as hell. Um, Maximus. Yeah, Maxim Vitalski, what his name is. He's yeah. doing really well now. He's a black belt. Uh, what's Jason's second name? Uh, Jason Trip. Jason Trip. That one. And then you got um, who else? Who else was having me with that? We had that crazy Polish idiot as well, didn't you? You have to literally put him in a kill hold. Oh, Gregor. Gregor. Gregor, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I'm it's... still training them now. Oh, yeah. He's a sweatbox. Is he? So I, I work at sweatbox, so it makes it easier for me to yeah. go there. I still like Gracie Barabao. Yeah. And I'm glad to see that he is doing so well. Yeah. I, was, I got really great memories of back in the day. It was a bit more MMA related back then. And, and since then, it's become more like jujitsu related, you know? Yeah. Because they used to have an MMA class, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Maxim, now, Maxim used to teach it, didn't he? Yes, he was a good coach. He was a, he was actually quite a good fighter. Yeah. He was way better at jiu-jitsu than he was striking. Then you had Harvey Dines. I yeah, still train with Harvey every now and then. Yeah, he's, he's still pretty there. good. Is there somebody stood behind you? No, the chair. Because I was like, this is my chair. I'm sitting in. Ah, I thought you kept pushing the door away. No, it's a bad thing. <laughs> I wonder where that was then. Then after that, really? you got into the reality TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you did ask. So um, I was still training myself and acting my jiu-jitsu. Uh, one of my best friends, Andrew Cochran. And Salvo knows me. You were a massive dude. Um, he's probably about purple band jiu-jitsu. He... Um, Comes at me because I'm glad just that you know the the tryouts in London to get my fighter coming out, and I was like, nah, I got no chance, I got no chance. And then I went home and I looked at the top ten, and I'm like, well, out of all of them, they're all in the UFC, and then it's me. Yeah, like, I got a good chance there. So I turned up to the uh, the trials, and the, the talent there was insane. I was like, oh god, it's gonna be a bad, bad day. And then I I, I must have gone against the energy guy. That I could have walked. Yeah. I feel sorry for him because I, I just ruined his dreams. Apparently, he was a good striker. But uh, I went in there, I just tied him in knots, tapped him like three times in three minutes. Yeah. Then I went through, and on the next stage, I knew I was going to breeze. It was striking. Now, I was never told you could bring your own pad holder in. Right. If you could put my own pad holder in, I'd have made it sing like a professional boxer. You know, it's the combos at the back of my hand. But I had some guy that went, jab. Jab cross, <laughs> jab cross, hook, jab, uppercut, hook, cross. They're doing none of the combos I used to do. Roundhouse kick. It was terrible. The Tabana, bless him, he probably was good to his yeah, students. Yeah. But he had no idea about your combo. Yeah, he didn't have I thought. The next stage of the trials is your personality trait. You know I'm a bit of a sausage. And then I like to be abrupt and, you know, very opinionated. I, you said I wouldn't like to swear, so I had to be polite. I would yeah. say that on the Yogan fight, you were probably the least opinionated. Not when it comes to that interview, mate. I, I was all on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to throw down and smash up these baby pussy Australian convicts. <laughs> yeah, I was on that stop. <laughs> Pussies and cats. And then uh, all, all of that. And then you get a lineup. And they go, right, has anyone here got a police record? Well, uh, they're not this stupid. Oh, someone, someone put their hand up. Oh, someone else put their hand up. <laughs> You're off. Yeah. So then we were down to, it was two two teams of eight, and now we're down to um, 14. And then I was at work, and I, I, I still think I had any chance. I was at work, and, uh, <laughs> bless, bless you. Uh, but I was at work, I was on my fault list in the Avon, yeah. driving around, manager rings me, going around, what's the, what's the news? Just pack your bags, you're leaving in two days. Right. <laughs> so I'll call you back in a minute, Dad. I just drove to the office and my thought like someone was walking, turned the key off, walked in the office and went, adios. <laughs> what about your weekend? You were a month and a I can't say the word. It rhymes with truck. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I said, truck off, everybody. I hated working for you, Frank. Hated you, Colin. I'm out of here. <laughs> I didn't get paid for the rest of that month. Pretty done now. And then the next week, they were flying out, and I was on the Ultimate Fighter. I was on the Ultimate Fighter for seven weeks. You get yeah. one week prep, uh, where you get to meet just your sole team. Um, we were there, and then, um, you know, we sort of bonding. But I didn't know anyone, anyone at all. I thought, I, I, I don't like Ben. And everyone else trained from the same gyms. They yeah. all knew each other. There's four of them were Team Titan. Really? Four. I wonder who got them in Brad Pickett. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Brad Pickett, Bowler over Yale. They were all part of the same team, yeah. And every single one of them lost. Yeah, yeah. Well, you beat one of them. No. Which one did I beat? Oh, no, no, yeah. No, so you said you inspired them before. Oh, he whooped my ass. When I first got there as well, in the the first session, we just rolled for the whole hour. We were all cramping left, right, and center. And everyone I rolled with. Was whooping my ass. I was like, God, I'm not even this bad. I'm not even bad at jiu-jitsu. I must have got caught in four thousand guillotines. Mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turns out because that they wrestle so much, their front headlock game was strong. That's why I've got such a good guillotine now. Yeah. Because I just practiced it over and over and over. From like uh, Augusto Tanquino Mendes. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my jiu-jitsu coach in America. Yeah. And then, and then, then it was striking. All of a sudden. I was the one doing the lighting up to everyone. I thought, yeah, boy, here we go. And the, the, the only one that was close to me was Luke Newman. Colin Fletcher, he caught, me, he caught me with a few strikes, but I, and also he had no power behind him. No power. Whereas um, Valentino Petrescu was good at striking, yeah. but he's also a K1 kickboxing champion, but he wasn't very good at wrestling. So I managed to, uh, so when it was MMA, spiral together. I, was, I sort of progressed the most out of everyone. I sort of got better and better, better and better. And your gas tank was better. And my gas tank was better than everyone's there by miles. When you did the cardio challenge, everybody else had dropped out and you were still storming out. on to yeah. the point where they were like, wow, Brad, is, uh, he's going to die on the trip. Yeah, my cardio has always been really good. Not yeah. now. Not now. Because <laughs> I've cigarettes and alcohol bring that down. But we've still got, you know, two weeks left to just training every day to get on with it and grow up really mm. yeah it's got a man up you're gonna be off the fags for a bit then yeah yeah last one was yesterday 
he says. <laughs> I'm to, my job for the next 10 days is trying to keep him in shape yeah. and in check. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually moving him with Joe. <laughs> yeah. Next week. Yeah. We can train twice a day because unfortunately my original corner team can't make it. Yeah. You know, two weeks notice. Yeah. 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 Also, flight wise, it's an flight expensive flight out. They gave us uh, Brad plus one. So obviously, I was originally, I was thinking, right, Brad can take one of the corner team and he can go out there, but yeah, none of them can make it. I was willing to organize this whole fight, but not go. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew that Brad would. But to be fair, you don't need someone out there, would you? It would have been nice to have a corner man, but yeah. I, 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 I can learn it. Mate, I can learn enough in 10 days. Well, I'll teach him the next week how to hold pads. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But um, anyway, now, how does DKU fight come about? Right? I have never said anything bad about him at all. And I say, you can go back to all of our videos. But you, you've always been respectful to him. I, yeah. I do I've been putting out some of what he does is absolutely idiotic. Yeah, some of his demonstrations are so fake and so preposterous. Yeah, I, like when he punches me. Do you know who DKU is, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen his videos where he does all the like punching people who aren't punching back. And yeah, pretty much. That's what he makes does. himself look impressive. Yeah, he is probably number one in the world at uh, Yeah, he is. He's the Wing Chun. Kung Fu world leader. He does bigger seminars than anybody else. He genuinely thinks he's the modern day Bruce Lee. I sent Brad a video earlier where he was in a stadium, probably 5,000 plus people watching him do his demos. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like a weird cult following. The, the video I sent you had a million views and it wasn't even on his channel. So it was on somebody else's channel and I had a million views. This guy has amassed hundreds of millions of views over the years. Yeah. And millions of fans across the world, but they're fantasy martial artists. They they want to reenact their favorite movies. They want to learn from him because they think it's cool. It's not about fighting. And I genuinely think it doesn't matter how much you mess him up after this fight, none of his fans will leave him. I don't think because they don't actually care about his fighting ability. I don't think. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. It's. it's it doesn't matter to me. I'm just going out there to have fun. I'm still going to try and knock his ass out. Yeah. You know, but I haven't, I haven't trained in... Two years, probably. More? No, the, you've the K1 fight then in... Was that two years two ago? Years. That's a, that was it. So yeah, two, two years I haven't trained. Two and a half years, probably. Yeah, and I've lived like a party animal since then. But, like I said, you did that sparring video with... Luckily, with... I've done, done nine rounds of sparring. I've been six one day, three the next, about four weeks ago. Yeah, with a guy much bigger. With a guy, well, all of the guys were bigger and better than uh, DKU. I've <clears throat> done very well in those rounds. Yeah, but sparring's not fighting. But this is where DKU is going to struggle. Yeah, have you seen DKU sparring videos? Yeah, I have. His opponents are deliberately missing him. Yes, yes, that's have what you say. Yeah, because he's got this kind of godlike status in what in the field he is in. Everybody is almost. Not, they're not scared of touching him, but they're, you don't want they don't want to. It's almost like, like as good as you've gotten, you wouldn't beat the, sh beat the crap out of your coach. No, never. Because there, there's an element of respect in that. I wouldn't even attack my coach. No, and DKU is exactly that. He, when people spar him, they, they float their punches. They don't try and hit him with any venom because they're worried that if they land one, he won't want to train with them again. And they get so much clout for training with DKU. Because yeah. he's like a he's like a celebrity. He is Bruce Lee reincarnated. Mm. But 
what is his combat system called? Warfare combat system. Literally. So, listen to that again. Warfare. Warfare combat system, right? Mm. Has he ever served in the military? Nope. All right. And also, we know that training people who are in the army, doing a seminar with a bunch of squaddies, doesn't mean that you can claim you trained the Korean SAS. You've trained a couple of SAS guys. Do you claim to be the SAS no. trainer? Did no. I, did I try and get in on that? Yeah. yeah. The answer was no. Because we don't need to learn it because we've got bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bombs and bombs and knives. Yeah, but okay. the chance of them having to use unarmed combat is, is extremely low. low. If you did yeah. a seminar with for the SAS where you had 25 of their guys and you showed them some basic, you know, headlock snapdowns and guillotine moves and all this kind of stuff, would you then claim that you are the SAS? Your Would that be clout? No, no, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. A seminar doesn't teach you enough. Bear in mind, right, there's a tier system between the US and the the UK. Tier 1, SAS, SBS, SRR, and then in in America, it's Delta Force and SEAL Team 6. Now, if you go to the second level, which is Tier 2, we no longer count that as special forces. America, they still do. Mm. So, he, what, so what if in Korea on number seven, yeah, yeah. it's just like the Boy Scouts that now accept girls, yeah. that's going to be how you could be teaching yeah. self-defense We don't know. Yeah, exactly. I could put on my thing, a trainer of ex-SES guys, but it doesn't mean shit. Cause, I, yeah. I mean, even me, like, I mean, I, I've taught jiu-jitsu to special forces guys. Um, yeah. I, so I you can add that to a million, uh, Never claim in a million years that I'm a teacher of special forces because that's ridiculous. PKU does. And people, his fans, think that makes him a deadly, deadly person. Yeah. When in reality, all he's done is taught them non combative drills to, um, you know, like, oh, there's four people all attacking you, but they're going to attack you individually and they're going to attack you with a pre planned choreographed routine. And none of them are actually going to take any damage. Let's go to Graham. Your opinion on DKU, please. I, th- I think he's. There's a, I think there's a whole raft of these guys that make a good living teaching mm-hmm. seminars to weekend. How much do we charge us per person? How much? Kind of gas. Um, per, like for a private lesson. No, 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 no. for a seminar. Oh, for a seminar. Oh, what? Um, hundred quid. Higher. <laughs> 200 quid? 300? 400? 500? Between three and four. Ah, just to be but in the room. always sells out. So he's a great businessman. Yeah. Great all businessman. he does, for everyone that's there, no one's a fighter. They all want to learn one-inch punch. They want to learn fight mechanic stuff, which isn't really applicable to yeah, like, actual fighting. I like the way he does move. He, he can move correctly. If someone stands in front of him, he will show you the correct punch. And the technique is not that bad. Yeah. When someone starts moving around, yeah, you can't use anything. It all goes to poop. Yeah, but doesn't go doesn't go so well all of a sudden, which is uh, is a shame, really. And I thought, I mean, what the, the reason we called him out? We called him out ages ago because we knew we had inside information from someone in China that knows Yu Zhaodong told us he can't get a visa, right? Yeah, well, originally, so the original story was there's a gentleman out in China who is known for beating Wing Chun and Tai Chi yeah. expert masters, a gentleman called Zhu Dong. Over the last five years, he's beaten 
some of the biggest like masters in China and got very highly televised, well-paid, but also gets a lot of hate in China because he has essentially destroyed their heritage system of Kung Fu and Wing Chun. So he challenged DKU, DKU accepted the fight, but then Zhu Jadong's passport expired. So we knew he wasn't going to be able to make this fight. He said at the end of August, in an interview with uh, Jerry from Fight Commentary Breakdowns, that he was not going to be able to get to South Korea in December. He probably won't be able to get out there till April. And DKU was still promoting this fight like it was going to happen. And we knew it wasn't. This was end of uh, August. So then I would have had a proper camp. Yeah, exactly. We waited a couple of weeks just to make sure the news was 100% correct, and it was. So on the 22nd of September, we recorded a a video in the way at uh, Sweatbox Gym where Brad just basically said, here's a deal, we're available, here's a challenge, job done. You know, an official shout-out. Because before that, it was all me in the comments, and it was me sort of like speaking through Brad, through Fight Bible as kind of like a team effort. But having Brad officially call him out, on YouTube platform, on Instagram. It was shared by a couple of people. Our friend Robert with Dojo Life, who's got 400,000 plus subscribers. We've got a podcast with Rob later to talk about the whole situation. And he's a little bit more ruthless. No, well. Rob is, Rob is ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 hates swearing. he hates DKU. He absolutely hates him. Purely because he knows that DKU is nothing but fraud. And the fact that he was trying oh. to promote... No, but he's a fraud in the way that he was trying to promote a fight that was never going to happen. Oh, I don't think... I, 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 think Mate, I still think he's a fraud. I know you appreciate his body mechanics, but that's like... Are, that's, you, sure, are you sure this fight's going to happen, though? You're not going to get there and suddenly... The they've got the contract. They've paid for flights. They, they've put out a lot. Like, we can... The price of flights. They, they're paying for £5,000 each oh, yeah, for business class flights to yeah. Korea and back. If but he's not going to like have an injury when you get there or something, and, and like and the hotels are all booked and everything. It's like everything is sorted. Like but you, what you have, because that's been on my mind, Wayne, the whole time. Yeah. Why well, think they're going to change it to at the last minute? They go, oh, can we please just make it an exhibition belt? Now yeah. we signed a contract for a fight. And yeah. then it, what I'm saying, otherwise I'm worried it'd be a oh, oh, COVID or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I want to be sat next to him in that room. He takes that COVID test. Yeah. yeah. Or broken broken ribs, a classic one, isn't it? Like I've got a broken rib, which is really hard to like. You can't tell. Yeah, really I got. I had a car crash four weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, twenty fifth of August. Twenty fifth of October. Yeah. I, I had a big car accident. I flipped it and rolled it. I had to go to hospital for a little while. Yeah. So I got a bit of hairline fracture on the collarbone, but the six weeks up, the day of the fight. Yeah, so like, what's your prediction? Like, I mean, how many rounds is it scheduled for? Yeah, it depends, mate. Because, like, uh, if I can't get if if he literally runs, yeah, very hard to get close to someone, yeah. And once you're real, it's very different. Someone ran away, if they know how to run away, then yeah, yeah, harder, yeah, if they know how to. Proper shoulder switch direction. Yeah, yeah, no. Gas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He can't. He can't root his base, so we can't use any of his power kinetic rubbish that he does. And we've seen him spar, and he does move a hell of a lot. And he was dripping with sweat. And the guy who was fighting just had his guard up, walked him down, boxed him into a corner, threw some yeah. terrible like. No, he was missing. Missing on purpose. Sitting here. Yeah, he's aiming yeah, yeah. off or going straight. It wasn't DKU slipping. 
No, it wasn't his, his movement at all. He wasn't moving. DKU sits the same way every time. So yeah. I made a comment, as you just said, DKU, same advice. Slip both sides. And then someone goes, oh, wait, it works, it works. Yeah, because he's doing a jab only drill. Yeah, exactly. But I, I just got this feeling that if you hit him in the body, that's it. That's oh, he's, he's ruined. He has that's to be in the slightest. Like, it takes years of training to get conditioned yeah. in that way to take punches, hard punches. And yeah. he hasn't done any of it because he hasn't trained that way. He might think that his meditation stuff means that he can control his pain level. I'm sorry, but if you speak to any midwife, when a person comes in and goes, oh, I want to do holistic meditation to for pain meds when I give birth or some rubbish, it never works. No. It never works. Yeah. And DKU is thinking he can center his chi and block Brad's punches. I think or you should just give Dave DKU an epidural from the neck down. Just a supply of gas now. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I've got to be honest with you, I, I, I've had arguments with Jeremy. I like a lot of stuff he teaches. He does the fencing jab. Yeah. yeah but he doesn't teach it properly. It does, uh, now look, just don't wind me up. <laughs> when he does the fencing jab, I appreciate the way he does it. Yeah. Because yeah. the fencers on, on, in and out, they're literally the quickest in the sport. Because, you know, of the swords. Yeah, that's what they're, that's because that's, that is the only thing. Like yeah. Or taekwondo, mm-hmm. in and out, but they're susceptible to the leg kicks. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But, but he, I, I'm very surprised he didn't want a kickboxing mouth out. Yeah. That one, I think that would give him more well, Apparently, chance. he's got a bad knee. Oh, I've already I've, I've, I've listed his excuses. But also, oh. that, uh, the thing is, if you punch him in the head and he goes down, he can. Hold his knee and go. Oh. No, no. But if you if you if you knock the wind out of him, he can drop the knee down to the floor. The referee will give him a count, and then he'll probably stop the fight. Like it, like all of the Wing Chun fights do. In one of Xu Dong's fights, he punches this Wing Chun guy in the face, and he just goes, "Oh, my face, my face, my face!" And the ref waves it off because he's injured. Whereas if you kick DKU's leg, that's a that's an actual injury. A boxing glove to the face, that's like loose impact, a little bit soft, a little bit padded. But if you kick his calf. Or kick his leg. There's physical so damage and bruising to a muscle or a bone, and you would batter the hell out of his legs. Oh, yes. He hasn't conditioned. He's not conditioned in the slightest. If you kick his leg, you could break it. If he tries to kick you and you check it, he will break his leg because his legs are not conditioned. Imagine Graham if the fight was MMA. Oh yeah, I know. Different different ball game entirely, isn't it? Oh, people yeah. the bar. I roll with Ben, he's a black belt by the way. I've seen Salvo. What's that for? Salvo's got a seminar at Marlborough. Yeah, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm not training. No, no, no. Oh, you're training Marlborough, Joe? Yeah. Oh, I, I taught down there a couple of weeks ago, actually. Did you? Oh, I wasn't. I went there. Well, I don't go to, I, I train at the, so Kev's got a new gym in Calm, which is where yeah. I live. So I train yeah, yeah. at Calm now, but before right, that, yeah. I trained at Marlborough. The last oh. couple of months, obviously, we've been at this, the brand new site in, in Calm. Yeah, but, small um, world, isn't it? Salvo's coming over to uh, Marlborough on Wednesday, and he's hopefully going to do some promotions as well. So that'd be good. How long have you been doing it now? Well, I started just before COVID. Yeah. Did two months, and then I've been back in since April. Like, like you're, you're, once or twice a week. Yeah, it should be two. It should be two. Half a strike. Like, because I've been training with him for 
well, at, at Dragon's Lair for nearly 10 years, I don't roll like a white belt. No, no, of course not. I'm, I'm more aggressive. I use a lot of Brad's sneaky little tricks and things like that. I don't... I roll with Brad. It's horrendous. Grip, I look to be more aggressive than that. He's got his bad as that. Last time he rolled, you taught me this kneeling on the shoulder thing. That I still do oh, occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. painful. So oh, painful. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that to get a turn for the Kimura. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I still, I still do that. And it, you know, it's like... Um, I need this hard to roll towards it. You don't realise how painful that is until he puts his knee on you. It's like some yeah. sort of... Talk about like deadly strike points. It's like some sort of ninja point. Yeah, it? gold ladder fire. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different thing. It's not really a pressure point. It's just a part of your body where fifteen stone on it, and its whole point. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's a small impact there. But imagine, like, if I was that's what I was asking you. If the fight was including jujitsu, he's never done Brazilian jujitsu. No. Uh, a master of 15 martial arts. Right, actually, he claims to be a master of Sambo, doesn't he? Would he be a master of Sambo? It's some sort of Russian thing as well. Does. Sambo, does. He just I think he does Sistema as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah we always see that. If he said that he, uh, you know, doing Sistema, he might as well say he's a master of the men's Zumba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do Zumba. Great, great martial art training, that is. <laughs> I do. I stick your bag up on the windowsill. So I can edit, I, I, I edit this bit out. Don't worry. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, so I had the sun. I had the sun in my face. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I do sits down again. There you go. There we go. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've rolled you, Brad. I mean, I, if you were doing MMA with him, it would just be all over in like you know the first round. You wouldn't get out of it. Well, I think you would play with him. Because no. it would be funny to watch. Look him in the eyes and go, are you ready? Okay, I'll release it. And then wrap him up in something else. Roll him, flip him, take his back, get the choke, and then let him go. Flip it, turn it to a Change. twister, hold it. <laughs> how little he knows me, Graham. I know, I know. That's so not how Brad rolls. He could put his arm up to give it to me. I'll just push it out of the way. And <laughs> and he could turn it back and give me his neck. I push his head down to the side, <laughs> elbow to the side. <laughs> he took yeah. me out. I've, I've had like a, a lot of submissions, I think, in my career. Yeah. Uh, two in the UFC and five before that. Ten chokes. Yeah. Yeah. The ten finger first person, and still the only person. No, somebody yeah. has caught it before. So someone, someone caught it a couple of months ago. Maybe you got a bonus to be feeling No, he didn't. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who taught me that? No, who taught you that? Diego Vital about three weeks before. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, fight. Oh, plays at London Fight Factory. Yeah, yeah. London Fight Factory. I went over there. As soon as three, it was three weeks before my camp in America. Right. So I looked and I went to a camp in America for 11 weeks. So I'd been practicing in America. Yeah, and then all you got to do is get the head and you just curl it and crush forward. Yeah, the escape, yeah. You, you just pull the elbows, but if you don't do the escape, that's is is a matter of seconds. Yeah, it's yeah, really it's quick. Yeah, it's not when you want to get caught with me. Yeah. it's one of Salvo's Salvo's things that he does a lot. Salvo does that a lot. The the ten finger like under the yeah. He's really good at yeah. it. Did I show him it? I must have. Right. <laughs> I think she thinks. I mean, I'm not shocked because 
Can I come back? And I did. I did. I did share X. When I come back, he promoted me to purple belt. Uh, yeah. Yes, I was there when you got your purple belt. Actually, yes, I, I didn't know I was getting it. It was a surprise, wasn't it? I, I just turned up and I got out yeah. the blue. Yeah. And then after that, I done all my jiu-jitsu. I felt bad, but I wasn't being disrespectful. But I went to America. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't fly back every Wednesday to roll with elbows. <laughs> but when I went to America to train, the uh, the level was there. Christ. Yeah. And we go from just like because we were like just normal people with normal jobs, like yourself. Like, yeah, hobbyists. Yeah. It's, it's a hobby. Yeah. Over there, this is their job. They're they're getting paid for it. Mm. And you had about 20 black belts there. That's more than we had members of Dragons there. Yeah. And some, some of the levels of them were insane. Yeah, they were like, tanking, you. Tanking, you know, everyone thinks the Korean zombie is a good, great jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I watched Tankino tap him and tap him and tap him and tap him three times in about a five-minute round. Yeah, he yeah. would tap him. And it wouldn't, he tapped me, I'm twice the size. Yeah. I, I didn't know who he was. He's a man friend, you want the world, yeah, see, come on. Rope, oh, bang, oh, see you But wow, that was like 10 seconds. A- yeah. After that, I was a bit more, a bit more tight, and he couldn't do anything because he's too small. But I tell you who did beast me, I said no easier than I asked the word then. Yeah, yeah. Beast me so bad was Hodger Gracie. Oh, yeah, but I bet. And anything that I could move was my eyeballs. <laughs> Even over my eyelids, I imagine where I was. Yeah. And I went with him, no gi. MMA, MMA sparring. Yeah. I beat up with his ass. Could, could yeah. take me down with nothing. I, I, I even took him down and stood back up. Because yeah. <laughs> you would. <laughs> like, mate, I can't. You, you, you are never on balance. Really? You are never balanced. He's got such long arms. You wrap him around the back of your leg, grab one arm, so you suck like this. Oh, yeah, for yeah. God's sake. He, get <laughs> he, ne- he never once, when, it, when, it, when we were on the ground, never once did he submit me because he knew we'd have to start back to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so he did take the points. He cheeky bugger. Now, in, in terms of the MMA, man, that was being judged. It was 10 8, 10 8, 10 8. It was a massive. Yeah. And there was another guy there called Lucas. He yeah. was world man, like heavyweight champion. He was a good spar. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cotton Watson was there as well. I mean, I've been so lucky people I've trained with. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, a, like a, it's a who's who of jiu-jitsu, isn't it, you've got there? I've trained with so many good people. If you were to drop every single name that you've trained with, people, yeah. people, people one, they wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Two, because they can't comprehend what it is to train as a, as a professional fighter. Well, I was one of Ben Henson's main DKU, DKU today posted a picture of him bragging about the fact that he did a class with some 70 year old uh, Korean uh, ex boxer who was once a lightweight champion in the Korean Championships. And it's like, I didn't know Koreans have Wow, let's uh, scrape the bottom of that barrel, shall we? Jesus. Well, no, he, he could have been amazing. I don't know. I know, he, he might have been amazing, but at the same time, he is fishing from a much smaller talent pool yeah. of, of accredited fighters that you have trained with. Yeah, I mean, are Korean, South Koreans known for boxing? I don't know. I oh, thought it was um, Taekwondo. Yeah, yeah, it's huge over there. Taekwondo, it's massive. Their national sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Thai box, Thailand is Thai box. Yeah. That's why every single Taekwondo gym has a South Korean flag. Yeah, it's got me. Yeah, it's got me. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, they did. They have South Korean flags on the on the wall. The red and blue yin yang with the X's coming out the side of it. Yeah, yeah, national sport, yeah. isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. So what's um so after you've gone over to South Korea, what was mm -hmm. the what's the um what's the next plan for Brad after that? So after after the 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 views on this video will go crazy. Like the videos with Xu Xiaodong, the Chinese gentleman that beat up the Wing Chun guys, they have amassed 70 million plus views on YouTube. Whoa. We're talking ridiculous amounts. What's that in English money? What's in English money, if that was on our channel and it was monetized views, 210, about 200 grand at least in right. view money. So it's a big, it's a big amount of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Zhu Dong is obviously he's made money from that. He got paid for the fights as well. But the notoriety in the industry that will gain Brad, like this guy, genuinely thinks he's the next Bruce Lee. Yeah. So it will annoy every traditional martial artist. It will annoy all of the fundamentalists who did look up to Bruce Lee, because guess what? I'm we're going to make a very big point of that you beat up Bruce Lee essentially, because that's the reality of it. This guy is selling the he does the exact same things as what Bruce Lee did: big seminars, huge amounts of people, the press there doing the one inch punches, doing two finger press ups, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that's what Bruce, people that like Bruce Lee go. Did you ever see his seminars? And did you see him? Did you see any of this, that, and the other? It's like DKU. Is how old was Bruce Lee when he died? 32. No, it's 37. Was he any idea? No, idea. he was born in I don't think he's very, he wasn't very old anyway. No, no but DKU is older. Yeah. So that means that there are physically more videos, there are obviously way more videos of DKU online. Um, I think, if, and obviously he's not going to cinema or any of that stuff. So there's a downside in that. He's not as well known, obviously, as Bruce Lee, but he is the modern interpretation of Bruce Lee. So once he gets his absolute ass kicked, it's going to fuel a lot of haters who want a pop at him, right. which is great. Yeah, because that's great. more fights, that's more money, that's more promotion, that's a bigger rep reputation. Um, one person which I really want to call out is Michael Jai White, as in the actor. Oh yeah, he was in loads of the action films, um, and I'm sure he's a lovely guy. But I put well, a comment on one of his videos saying, instead of lecturing John Jones and Francis Ngannou about how you do your punch technique, how about you try and learn from them? And he jumped in my DMs and got really, really arsy. Basically, address and everything. Asked for our address, sent me his personal email address saying, if ever you're in uh, Vegas, uh, you know, come out and fight me, this kind of thing. And it's like, thanks, my next target. So. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll call and we have a potential card lined up for that as well. He doesn't know about it yet, but if we make a call <laughs> at, at a press conference afterwards, then you never know. Or it might come uh, organically. The, the the challenges will come organically. Yeah. So and so the channel will hopefully go 100k plus. Uh, the video revenue will come in with that as well. So it means that we'll be able to travel more. It means that our reputation will grow. So we'll be able to go around to the gyms. We'll also be able to start doing seminars and things like that as well, off of the back of this, all of the Krav Maga gyms will want you. Because everyone that does Krav Maga or any of those kind of non-traditional martial arts all yeah. know DKU. They all do. Right. If you go to a Sistema gym and say, you know who DKU is, they'll know who he is. And they'll also know that he is just beat them. What yeah. are you going to say, Brian? Oh, I was going to say, um, so the fight is pay per view. Are yeah. you going to get a copy of it on your 
channel fight bible at some the point. contract says that they can't release any footage until one week after the fight purely because they'll keep trying to sell the promotion afterwards but i'm sure that someone will leak the footage yeah, online yeah. oh yeah and yeah. once that's online that will do the rounds real fast that'll but end you, up on social you do media get it, like a week after though at least you, you... yeah once the once the week is over and the contract the stipulations are done yeah they'll be we'll do the full the full book we'll, we'll we are recording every day uh i've got a full vlog video of the okay, yeah. camp that we're going to put over the next 10 days plus our trip to korea will be fully vlogged all of the fight prep and then there'll probably be a seven day gap yeah of, you know in terms of fight video and then as soon as that's done yeah we'll hit it hard and oh that's go, great news it'll go viral this is my biggest and most exciting one is that joe rogan is boxing oh, oh he might He's do dku before yeah and we mentioned, oh, yeah, he's got a real fire. You know, I'm very comfortable my ability to beat him. And he'll probably remember you as well. And remember, yeah, remember because he's done my uh, interview thing afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're in Manchester, sorry. Joe yeah, really, so really likes the, um, the, the fake master versus real MMA fighter vibe, doesn't he? Does, he does, yeah. Like, he follows our friend Rob at McDojo Life. So, and we've got an interview with Rob later, so Joe will probably see something like that as well. And obviously, once the videos of you smashing him up in 10 seconds where he hasn't got a single answer for any form of strike, then that will go viral very, very quickly. When, when I'm very good at coming forward, mate. Yeah, very yeah. good at coming forward. I made Rob Whitton walk back in his whole fight. Right? He won. Uh, he's a pressure fighter. And he's a pressure fighter. And I made him go back in his whole time. I've done that to Scott Astrom as well, even though he was the tall, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've always done it. And all I'm going to do is walk him down. And people are going to see him run away, run away, run away, run away, run away, until I call him. Oh, I want you to front. I want you to stand in the middle and put your arms up and go, bring it. Come on. We'll do a yeah, brief sleeve. But that's not what I like. <laughs> you've, got to, yeah. you've got to do like the proper yeah. Izzy, like arm behind the back and be like, yeah, bring but, it. But I'm not a big enemy. No, you've got to make me need to stand <laughs> Show the crap out of it by beating him, Joe. Oh, yeah, I know. But yeah, if he does actually exactly. run away, you've got a front. Come on, say again, Gwen. I was going to say, exactly. Just let the fighting do the talking. You don't need to, that you don't need to goof around. I think it's the show. I think it it's not. It is a show, but for fighting. Mm. And it's very difficult. What, the ones you don't want to do is make a silly mistake like that. And that in no way, for example, I'm right. That is me, and that's it. So... I don't, yeah, still that's like me saying that to you. I could not throw a punch hard enough to knock you out. You can, you can hit hard enough. I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't know. You would also read me and see it coming. Also, I have to wear bigger gloves than he does because of the weight difference. Yeah. Which yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's wearing tens, and I'm wearing fourteens. My gloves are like you know, pretty or forty percent heavier. Do you know what I mean? Quick maths. I mean, it was easy maths, but, but but it was there. So we're just going to wait on that, see how it goes. I'm really excited. Yeah. We're going to go to Korea. That'll be nice. Yeah. A good Korea. Yeah. Not going to know. You like. <laughs> Socialist dribble you talk about all the time. No, I'm going to do that. Um, I mean, we can fly business class. Yeah. Yeah. There's one thing which I'm really interested in seeing, though, is the problem with, with this whole thing, which why I kind of wanted to set this whole fight up, and I got it, I can't remember where I heard it, but I think this is going to reset the ignorance timescale, the stopwatch on people believing that TMA works in martial arts will be reset. In 1993, when the UFC 1 came around, 
all of these TMAs challenged to see which fighting style was the best. And it proved that striking and jiu-jitsu were the best too. Over the last 28 and a half years, yeah, over the last 28 and a half years, we've been shown a thousand reiterations of the same thing. But that has allowed the Bushido artists of Sistema, uh, Krav Maga, Wing Chun, Tai Chi, Kung Fu, all of the different variations, enough time has passed where they haven't seen those arts get their absolute asses kicked, where now they think that they can cope again. So it's like it's back to 1990, pre-UFC day. We have all these TMAs, people like DKU thinking that they can fight. We have we see loads of channels on YouTube where, again, they're doing these stupid Wing Chungy moves thinking that it can beat proper fighting. And this is going to reset the scale. And right. every single channel which used to say, our TM, a Kung Fu guy could beat the hell out of a UFC guy and all this kind of stuff, that's no, not no, been happening. No, first of all, Graham, that's not how it's set. This is how they set. This is for Dash Streets. Yeah. Oh, streets, <laughs> that's what I'm not saying. They think it's for the street. They think that an MMA fighter wouldn't do well when there's no rules. I'm sorry, but an MMA fighter with no rules is just a very, very well-trained murderer. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to... I, I agree with you about all these things. You don't have to um, convince me. Preach. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's lots of value in other martial arts. Uh, yes, but, of course. Yeah. There's yeah, I mean, lots of things that teach you practice. Some of my best friends do Sistema. But... Yeah. Um, we get, but get they don't really, think they could pick yeah. up a UFC fight. No, they're not, no, they don't. They don't yeah. go around going, I could pick up a UFC fight yeah, exactly. It's different. It's um, it, it's a di- like fighting in a ring is different, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's different. Yeah, it's harder. It's yeah. harder, yeah, because the other person that's against you is actually better. Fight. Yeah. yeah, you can't run away because there's a ring. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I never thought of that. Yeah, in a street fight, you have the option of running. Yeah, you what can't was... run away in a ring, can you? <laughs> it's like a Jamaican sprinter. Yeah, it chases you down. Yeah, you imagine making a whole ten yards for your friends. No, um, I mean, I, I'm not proud of it by any means at all. I've had a, a very successful street fighting record. But, um, you know, you, you're right. I, I've never gouged in the eyes and stuff because I wasn't trained to do it. No, because I've got respect. Yeah. Don't, I don't want to the prison. Well, you don't I'm need to. blind in someone. But, you know I mean, I don't want to kick someone in the nuts just because it's, it's, it's available. Yeah. But I have been kicked in the nuts in a street fight yeah. and then give the guy an extra hiding kicking me in the nuts. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, that's thing he would have done quite well to lead in it. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to dance. Uh, what's um, that famous guy from the UFC one who like, does the brown splits? He just hacks his groin. Oh, yeah. Hack me. Hack me. Yeah, yeah. Hack me attack. Yep. What other questions you got for us, that, Graham? That's probably about it, though. I think we've covered everything. So I yeah. want to say, <laughs> I would say good luck, but I don't know if you need good luck. Just oh, enjoy yeah. yourself, mate, because I think you'll I have think a great the time. Next ten days are going to be well. The next ten days are going to be hell. So start training in about a couple of hours. Mm. Yeah, so, that, won't, that won't be pleasant. No, but, we haven't, yeah. we haven't got a train no. This isn't a normal fight. Works. Yeah, I know it's not how it normally works, mate. But I don't want to go back into your. Huh. The problem is you have a very addictive personality, and once you start training, you just want to absolutely annihilate yeah, it. But we haven't got to. Like, yeah, I don't need to go in there and lose the oh, third. Oh, dude, that ain't going to happen. Know? It ain't going to happen. I've only got one arm. 
Yeah. At the moment, in ten, in fourteen days' time. All right. Thanks, guys. That was that was really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you.